The MomCast is brought to you by Confident Expressions, the YMCA of Central Ohio, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast, with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! We love to joke around and have fun, and today we're going to be teething you a little bit. <laughs> Stacy, Michaela, did you like that? That was, um, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> she committed to that. Yeah, she yeah. committed to that. Right. You did. Welcome yep. back to another MomCast, everyone. As you can tell, we're having a little bit of fun today. But we all have stories, either when we were kids and we lost a tooth, different ways to get that tooth out of our mouths. Were we the ones to pull it? Were our parents the ones to pull it? Or was a doorknob a one to pull it? A doorknob and a string. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or if it's not those stories that we think about, it's now that we're parents when our kids lose their teeth or are trying to lose their teeth. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Man, I think there's been inflation going on oh, with uh, teeth yeah. since I was a kid. Oh, big time. Well, yeah. I mean, I used to get, well, I'm really dating myself. We get like a couple quarters under the pillow or we get like a dollar. That was it. We get you know a what, dollar. Stacey? You were and probably we, happy. Yes. And we were, we're happy. excited about it. Yeah. Now, you know, your kid gets something, but then the whole family seems to get involved. It's like, it's not just the tooth fairy that has to leave something. Then grandma and grandpa leave something. Aunts and uncles leave something. Oh, wait, we're not that involved. Oh, see, no, my family, my family, when a little one would, we'd all like kick in and the kid would walk out of there with 50 bucks. Oh, I I didn't hear that either. It's like a block of gold, your teeth. Yeah, you find them wiggling their own teeth, trying to, you know. Trying to make money. Let me just, (laughs) this is a permanent tooth, but let me pull it out. I need a few bucks. Now, we didn't have, we didn't go to that extreme, but let's say Kylan and Cameron were staying the night at my mom and dad's house. Well, the tooth fairy would visit them too. Sure. If they lost a tooth, you know, while they were staying sure. the night. Tooth there. fairy knows where you are. Tooth fairy can no find you. No matter where you lose no that No matter tooth. what. But yeah, the tooth fairy is um, very generous these days. Seems to be. Have, has the tooth fairy ever not been prepared at your house? Because sometimes, sometimes the teeth fall out at very inopportune times and i know at our house the tooth fairy wasn't quite ready when it happened at like 10 o'clock at night oh wow but your child is like okay let's put this out there the tooth fairy can't hand over a debit card no so we learned early on to be prepared to be prepared and have you know the tooth fairy maybe put something away like little (laughs) gifts and things like that we tried to be more creative so that way if something like that happened, we're not stuck. You know what happened one time when Kylan lost a tooth and the tooth fairy, as I understand it, was coming into Kylan's room oh. to leave money under Kylan's pillow. Kai woke up. <gasps> oh. Was yeah. like wide awake or was in a daze? Kind of first in a daze and then woke up. And I happened to be in there. Oh. <laughs> and he said, well. you know what you doing, mom? I, and I said, well, I'm just checking to make sure the tooth fairy left you something underneath your pillow. And look, she did. Good thing. But you have to think on your feet. You do. I couldn't believe you woke up. See, I was lucky because Liv <laughs> was weird about, like, as soon as we talked to her about what the tooth fairy was, she didn't like it. She said, does the tooth fairy have to come into my room while I'm sleeping? She was a little And she had a out. good point. Why is somebody walking in my room? A stranger. Yes. And I, well, she flies. It's like, well, that's not any better. So. <laughs> You're not making me comfortable, right. Mom. So we put it downstairs on the dining room table 
we had a little area there. So it made it a little easier for the tooth fairy to not wake, wake up the child. Right, right. So we had a situation where we had no tooth. Oh. Because tooth got swallowed. Oh. So the big question from Logan was, and this, I mean, he's only lost about two or three teeth, even to this point. He said, well, mom, how does the tooth fairy give me money for a tooth that's not there? And I said, well, the tooth fairy knows all things. <laughs> yeah. So she has seen that you've lost this tooth, so she will bring you your cash. And But that was kind of, it was hard for him to kind of work sure. his little brain around. Well, if I have no tooth to give under my, because we do pillow, um, if I have no tooth to give, how am I going to get money? So that was different. That's a valid I remember point. that happening when I was a kid. What about, how do you guys feel about when your kids had or have loose teeth? Are you the ones able to pull it? I mean, I, I remember looking at their teeth and it's just hanging on by a thread. Stacey's and having like a physical reaction. I still cannot be the one to yank that tooth out. And I just asked my mom on the way over here. I'm like, do you remember any stories of you pulling out teeth? And she's like, oh, no. I All four of you kids, I could never pull a tooth out and I could never pull a splinter out. I couldn't do it. Your dad always had to do it. But do you guys have any of those See, stories now, where you were able to do that? I did the very first one. And that was the last one I did because it it really was you difficult hear that little for me to do. That um, I got a tissue and all of that. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom, it was like a big deal. It was an or it, like we'd go to my grandfather. She would take us to her father, and and it was special because mm-hmm. it's oh we got to go over. He's gonna pull your tooth out, <laughs> and so I mean all the grandkids if they had a loose tooth. They went to Paul Paul because man. he would pull the tooth out and my mom would never do it or my dad, but it, it was just like a family thing. So my mom actually pulled a couple of Liv's huh. teeth out because she just remembered that. And even though she didn't do it for us, yeah, for her grandkids, she did it. But um, for the most part, they kind of started falling out on their own. And as you know, Liv lost her last baby tooth right here while we were, we were, were here yes. about it on Insta I don't, yeah, we, we yeah. still talk about how do you lose a tooth by biting into a cream puff which is basically all very soft, soft. that's what she was having I mean, yeah. it wasn't an apple it no. wasn't corn on the cob no schmitz had come puff. by with cream puffs cream puffs and it there worked. you go it yeah. was the magic so what about now, you yeah do you pull do you do i that? haven't had to yet but again we've only had two to three like they've usually yeah, wiggled true. out well, could you do it? Do you think one. you could do it? I don't know. I I get what Stacy's saying about the feeling of the twist, and Ooh. you like kind of have to like leverage it. You know, like I, I yeah, I don't know. You just feel that little. You just and exactly. It's like I can't. I can't. Do it. <laughs> I mean, you can see your kids just smiling and that tooth oh, yeah. just wiggling, and it's yeah. just there. I mean, just hanging on. But I still can't be the one to to actually do it. I'll tell them to do, do it. it. <sighs> yeah. I remember friends yeah. saying that they would wrap a string around. A tooth and, you know, tie it to a door and shut the door. I tried to do no it way. to myself I do that. when I was a kid. I actually have a really good memory of this. I tried to do it to myself in my room and it didn't work. Like, was it I painful? can't believe I wanted to do that. I can't believe I wanted to slam the door and have that thing sucked out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, but when you're a kid, that's exciting. I think so. We all kind of, I remember trying to pull out a tooth that was loose or whatever because I, I was excited it was about a big deal. it. Yeah. yeah, it was exciting stuff. Yeah, so if you want to share our sto- your stories on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. we because this is what our show is about this week, Twitter and Instagram as well. We're talking about teeth. Well, now that it's there, 
Moms, we have to start sending our kids back to school soon enough. You sound so enthused about it, Mindy. Because I hate to see summer end. You guys know that about me. (laughs) There's not one thing I like about it except for maybe the peace and quiet when Randy and the kids go off to school. (laughs) That's kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of nice. But you know what? Moms are trying to figure out, what do I do with my kids now before and after school if you're a working mom? Fortunately, the YMCA has a great program that really keeps your kids involved and active and very, very happy. So if you're one of those parents that needs something before and after school, do yourself a favor and check out our partners, YMCA. They've got all kinds of things for your kids. So it's ymcacolumbus.org. With the beginning of school can come a lot of excitement for kids, but sometimes there's a lot of stress, especially if there is a new phase at school. Maybe they're getting older and they're starting a new school. Even gonna, though, yeah, a new school. Right. Even. They're in their new system. I know my daughter, you know, she's nervous because she's going from classroom to classroom now and it's going to have a locker. I mean, oh, it's that year. Yeah. For it's her. that year. And, and Cammy's starting high school. See, I mean, you know? those it, there can be joyous times and there can be times that are very stressful for the kids. And sometimes it's hard to know. When your kid is going through something, they're just being a teenager or it's something more serious. And our friends at Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems can help with the real serious stuff. But they can also maybe help your doctor know, you know, maybe your doctor has some questions because that's who you need to talk to first. Sometimes Uh, maybe they can help your doctor know maybe some questions to ask or things to look for to make sure your kids are adjusting the way that they need to. And if you go to SequelPomegranateHealthSystems.com, they're an acute center. They are an actually, you can be, you can stay there. Your kids can stay there and get treatment. But they also have up, I noticed, our kids get report cards. They have a report card up. So if you want to know a little bit more, you've heard us talk about Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. They have their report card up and they get grades on everything. And I think it's great that they've put it out there. And I'm looking through here, they get some really high scores, too. Well, that answers a lot of questions that parents may have before they do something like that. So exactly. that's good to have that report card. You know, we all want to do a little homework. A of little research. Kind. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to our kids. So check out their website, SequelPomegranateHealthSystems.com. So we are talking teeth today, and we have a good friend joining us, a good friend of mine, actually, a very great dentist here in the Columbus area, Dr. Katie Sears with Confident Expressions. Thank you for coming in and chatting with us today. Thanks for having me. You look at you right away, you're a dentist. You have the most beautiful <laughs> set of teeth. Well, my parents would appreciate that. <laughs> they pay for two sets of braces, so Did thank they you. really? Yes. You know, we uh, just had our back to school checkups (laughs) with our dentist and Christian, you know, he's not officially in school yet because he's four. He just turned five. Actually, today's his birthday and happy birthday, Christian. And, um, you know, I I never knew quite when to take him in. Right. I I think we took him in for the first time when he was three, maybe just to kind of sit in the chair and check things out. Is there a right time to be able to take a kid for that first time? And what can we expect as parents? So three used to be a standard age. I actually encourage parents to bring your children in sooner. Essentially, once they start eating table food, they're now their teeth are now susceptible to more decay. So I encourage my patients to bring their little ones to with them when they come in for their uh, six month recall appointments. That way, the kids get to watch mom or dad see what's going on, see all the, all of all of our dental tools and 
see how fun it is. Then depending on the child, we try and get them in earlier than three years old. It's child dependent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I remember as a mom, I never knew exactly when to make the switch because when they're kids, you have kid friendly toothpaste. But then you have the adult toothpaste. Mm -hmm. When do you actually make that switch and does it really matter? So the big difference between the trainer toothpaste and the kid toothpaste is fluoride. One issue that I'm seeing with my little patients is our little patients are not getting fluoride soon enough. So I like to use the kid toothpaste even on my son who's 24 months. But I don't even use a pea size. I use a smear on that toothbrush. It's very little toothpaste. So yes, he cannot spit it out yet. He's going to swallow it. But when you drink tap water, you have fluoride in the tap water as well. So ingesting fluoride isn't going to cause harm as long as it's limited. Obviously, I'm not letting him eat the tube of toothpaste. (laughs) That's good. He's he's not coming out with it all over his face. No, but a small amount and just getting that fluoride on their teeth, especially before bed, just lets that fluoride sit on the teeth and help prevent decay. So honestly, this changes things for me because Christian at four right now, we are still using the training toothpaste. So you're actually making me feel a little bit more comfortable about doing the smear. Yes. Schmear, yes, that's okay to do. Um, we ran into this with our daughter. When do you, because we're talking about how young they are, flossing? Because that can be tricky for little ones, and yet I hear different people saying different things. What is your opinion on that for a, a child? So what I have found with flossing is I encourage flossing as early as possible, but you're right, it can be extremely difficult. So two things have worked for me. The first one is the kids watching me floss tends Kids tend to like to imitate their parents. And so if they see you flossing, they want to floss. Dexterity-wise, it is an issue. So they sell flossers. It's essentially floss on a stick. So we like to get it as animals or dinosaurs. I use floss on a stick, actually. (laughs) So does my husband. My husband does, too. I don't have animals on it. Maybe you should. (laughs) But that's what you use with these kids. They have animals? Okay. Yeah, and it's still hard. I think... Flossing is just challenging, especially to get all the way in the back. Or am I flossing my kids' teeth every day? No. But if we can get in there once or twice a week, or I try to like floss a couple teeth a night, it helps. Have you ever had a case where, because this happens so many times, because accidents are all over the place with kids, when they fall and they lose a tooth, what do you do? How do you save it? I mean, has that ever happened to you in your office? So, a couple things with an adult tooth. If a tooth completely falls out, what I encourage parents to do is to grab it by the aspect of the tooth that's in the mouth, the crown part. Don't touch the root and put it right back in. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, usually these tend to happen. These injuries tend to happen at sporting events. Yes. Put it in Gatorade. Really? Yes. Why? Research actually shows red Gatorade. That, that was my next question. Which which color Gatorade do I put red it in? Red Gatorade is the best. Why is that? Because you have some nutrients that are on the root part of that tooth that we want to save. Because if we can keep those nutrients there, we have a better chance of that tooth being able to go back in and staying there. How long can it be out? I don't know an exact time. I would say... 
shorter the better. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Run. Get, get to a, get to a dentist as soon as possible. You want to get that tooth back in. So even let's say your child is playing a sport, right? The elbow to the mouth or the ball to the mouth, and that tooth maybe moves. Move it back in the direction and get to a dentist as soon as possible. A splint can be placed. Um, Even if I've had patients where the bone is slightly broken that was holding that tooth in, we splint that tooth long enough for that bone to heal, and the child can keep the tooth for the rest of their life, hopefully. I love the name of your practice, Confident Expressions, and I'm sure there's a reason you chose that name. I did, um, and thank you. For me, I feel that if you feel good about your smile, It just gives you more confidence. So I enjoy being a dentist. And one thing I enjoy about dentistry is providing my patients with that confidence of a beautiful smile. Because that's going to serve them their entire life. Hopefully, right? If you brush and floss. If you brush and floss with your floss sticks. (laughs) When you were growing up, did you always want to be a dentist? Or when was it that you decided this is what I wanted to do and why? I actually decided when I was a junior in high school that I wanted to become a dentist for... Two reasons. The first one was I had braces for a second time due to growth. And so I became really self-conscious of my own teeth. And then the other reason is a family friend of ours, she was a dentist. And so I saw how she was able to be a mom as well as a professional. And so I've always wanted to be both. Well, what was or what would be the most important thing that any mom listening right now can tell their kids as they're growing up to take care of their teeth? Obviously, brush and floss. But is there any kind of I don't know, kind of a wives' tale or something that that you would just say to. Right now, I would say drink water, not milk. Milk is fine. What I'm seeing, though, especially in grade school and high school kids, is this drinking of Gatorade, Powerade, iced tea. Anymore, we have so many beverages that are pop. Pop, yes. Starbucks um, absolutely. for teenagers who um, have that. And, and the issue is not just a sugar. It's creating an acidic environment in the mouth. And so, unfortunately, kids are having a lot more cavities at a younger age. It's not so much candy. It's these beverages that we're drinking all day long and just sipping on. So water. Mm-hmm. To tell water. parents that. On that same note, I've had some friends who've told me to really watch fruit snacks with younger kids because cavities can be seen at younger ages if they're eating too many. Is that the truth? Can it be the truth? Yeah, obviously it's sugar. Um, In today's day and age, especially as American parents, a lot more is about convenience. So fruit snacks are easy. Miniature drinks are easy. Things that are easy don't always tend to be the most healthy. So that's just what we're running into. Well, you can tell you have such a passion for what you do. And I love the fact that you travel to Africa just to help. Oh, thank you. So talk about what you've seen there and the help that so you've done. Because it's so different, obviously, than what you see here in Columbus. It is. It's very, it, it was different, um, but yet very eye-opening. So I was surprised, actually, by how beautiful their teeth were because there's not a lot of sugar mm. in their diet yeah. um, where I was in Western Kenya. However, where I did see a lot of cavities was in the children where the tourists would come and visit their homes. So in Western Kenya, a group of homes is called a minyeta, and tourists will come to visit, and they pay, and they bring candy. And Mm. so that is where you tend to see a lot of the cavities in the kids. And so even driving around, like driving to the market or 
um, anytime we were out and about, when little kids in the fields would see our vehicle coming, they would run up to the vehicle and go, sweets, sweets. And is there any dental care there? So the clinic that I was working at, the Maasai Dental Clinic, which treats the Maasai tribe, is the only dental office in that area. Uh, the closest dentist from that dental clinic is a two and a half hour drive. Oh my goodness. Um, how much as a parent do you try to watch that here? I mean, not just fruit snacks, but fruit drinks and vegetables and things like that. Did those, does the diet, other than the sugary things, does the diet have anything to do with how our, how healthy our teeth are? For teeth, a diet comes a lo- comes down a lot to sugar. So also what a lot of parents forget about is milk breaks down into sugars. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, you know, carbohydrates, your fruits, they all break down into sugars. It's not that they're bad, but it's still limiting that quantity. And just brushing regularly and going back to water, mm-hmm. another point that I stress is that tap water is going to have fluoride in it. Bottled water does not. So if you still want to get that fluoride exposure to your kids, it's worth the tap water. If you use a Brita filter, a little plug for Mm -hmm. Brita, Mm -hmm. it's not going to pull the fluoride out. It will leave the fluoride in. So Mm -hmm. that way, if you still want to filter your water, you can do so. There may be moms right now listening to you and liking everything that you're saying and want to send their kids to you. The one question I would have for you as well is it sometimes can be a scary thing for kids. They're going to the dentist and they sometimes some of them fear the dentist. What do you do to kind of put that at ease? So the first thing I would tell a parent or plead and ask them is to not tell their kids it will not hurt because the then the child goes, why would it hurt? Is it going to <laughs> so hurt? So it's automatically You're putting right. that fear yes. in their head. Yeah. So um, what I would encourage parents to do is to talk to the child about what's going to happen. There's some great books that you can read that talk about going to the dentist and explain it to them as we're going to take pictures of your teeth. We're going to brush your teeth, maybe tickle the teeth. It's a fun experience, and this is to keep you healthy. So if we can try to not have the parents project their fears onto their child, it would be greatly appreciated. That's probably exactly what happens, Mm -hmm. really. What has been the best, I'll put it, suggestion that you've given to parents who are struggling to get their kids to brush? Because I know sometimes at home... We're, t- we're in this teaching phase, right? And, ah, oh, you got to trudge into the bathroom before, you know, bedtime and brush my... T- I don't want to do it. Michaela, I have a son who's going to be a sophomore. <laughs> and I have to that. beg him to... Br- Did you brush your teeth? Did you brush your teeth? Like, what carrot can we hold in front of them? <laughs> I mean, really. He's a sophomore like, in high school. And I just called it. him out. Like, what do you tell parents? <laughs> so, a big thing for me as a parent has been routine. But I think it's also worth maybe... If routine doesn't work, because yeah, we're at routine. And depending on the age, right? Then you start getting into older children. Yeah, because Christian I, and Kylan are about as far apart as you can get in age. Right. I would. Start, there's still hope for you, Michaela. <laughs> I would start showing them maybe what do cavities look like? What do mouths of people who don't brush look like? 
My four-year-old is very into preventing cavities. He's never had one, but he even informs his preschool classmates how they can prevent cavities. So That's a dentist's for it, son for you. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. What about in, in Kai's case, the ladies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't care right now. He doesn't you know? care. I have to convince him to shower and to brush his teeth, to use deodorant. I don't know if Katie can help you with the showering. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah, He's okay. just a boy right now, you know? I mean, he. I don't know. I well, can't. I tell a lot of my patients who struggle with, like, their two, three-year-old <laughs> boys that it's going to get worse when they become teenagers. So he's not alone. Okay, but thank I will, you. But I will tell you this. I have some teenager boys. It just tends to be that way who actually come in for an additional cleaning a year because they're not brushing their teeth at home. And so they just come in and their parents may, maybe insurance doesn't cover it. Maybe their parents are just paying for that extra cleaning. They don't need an exam. They don't need x-rays, but it's still cheaper than paying for fillings. Yeah. Um, And so they have that extra cleaning. That's a good idea. Especially if they're in braces, Um, just because if you're in braces, you're going to have, just have more buildup on your teeth. So if that, maybe that will annoy him enough to start brushing. <laughs> Something's going to have to. When they're little, we obviously as moms are the ones brushing their teeth. When is it okay to let your child brush their own teeth? That's each. To do a good job, you know? That's child independent. But I, what I would encourage is to maybe for the tooth fairy or for Santa Claus to deliver an electric toothbrush. Is I, it really better, the electric toothbrush? Stacey, yes. do you, does Liv have an electric toothbrush? She's had one since she was very young. I mean, we got that. And even before that, because my husband is right away, we talked about that. Um, but even when she was tiny, tiny, we even even though she wasn't doing much, we kind of had a little toothbrush and we let her pretend or get as much done as she could. But right. since she's been about four Maybe even younger, she's had an electric toothbrush. Why is that better? Because I would think just the opposite, because you can't brush as hard. I don't, I guess I've just been wrong. Why is the electric toothbrush better? Well, harder isn't better with toothbrushes. So Uh-oh. a couple things. <laughs> are, are you working it out maybe like every night? I've just got issues. Like, no wonder why my toothbrushes only last a week. You're safe, baby. This is an intervention. Right. <laughs> My toothbrushes end up the bent. I mean, they just look like they've been through, you know, the ringer. So hard isn't necessarily better. With brushing. That was really kind of you what to put it that way, What about the toothbrush itself? Because you can choose between the softer bristles. There's so many questions we could have for you. We could go on for a month. So a couple, first, first off, electric toothbrushes. They can help with actually doing a lot of the motion for the kids with the brushing motion. But also they have timers on them. Which I tell my patients, even adult patients, when it comes to an electric toothbrush, it will be the longest two minutes of your life. Uh, But it's worth brushing for two whole minutes. And if adults decide to switch to an electric toothbrush, which I do highly recommend, you will find your teeth are so much cleaner. And when you go back to that manual toothbrush, you'll feel like you can never get them clean. No matter how really? hard you brush, Man. they'll still feel. Well, I need to make the switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My birthday is. No. <laughs> get me a toothbrush. You guys can get me an electric toothbrush. practical <laughs> and needed. Well, Dr. Sears, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us and spending some time. Minnie's right. We could go on and on. Oh, I'm you sure. were a blast and you were so informative. Things that we don't really necessarily think of, but we need to. And the more we talk to you, we're like, oh yeah, what about, so just great information for so many families out there listening.
Well, thank you. She's Katie Sears, Dr. Sears with Confident Expressions, and you can give her a call at 614-263-0300. And you can also find her online at confidentexpressions.com. So thanks so much for listening today. Of course, we want to remind you to let us know what you think about the show. There's opportunities to rate us and comment us, and we welcome it. We want you to because that's good feedback for us about what other shows we should be doing and what you're liking and what we could improve on. So no matter where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatnot, leave us a rating and comment. Yes, because it actually helps more people listen. I know that sounds a little silly, but if you rate us, more, we're out there in front of more people. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MomCast Show. Have a great week.